Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Hello. And um, yeah, I mean, you can tell by the attire <laughs> that it might be a pre-recorded episode and the fact that Ooh. Eric is clearly in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's too hot. I've got my fan. I've got my fan here. I mean, what a clever idea of ours to, instead of doing these shows live in the evening when things cool down, let's do them um, in the the peak of when it's hot, when we have to sit in front of cameras and near lights. Genius. Why didn't yeah, we think of this before? Open up. The, got the windows open here. Got my rod to open the windows. Ah. You see, it's good there that you've go. got windows because I'm in a shed that I've spent money making airtight <laughs> just before a heat wave. This, honestly, the desk that I touch, the seat, they are too hot to, not too hot to touch. They are hot to the touch. So this entire yeah. place, I'm going to be baking. This is, uh, there's no two ways yeah. around it. If I mean, it's a. I guess it's like you've built a sauna. You can go in there for a little detox and stuff. Yeah, it's a good idea. Is it? In fact, <laughs> why am I still wearing shoes? That's a good point. Right, shoes are off. Oh, it's not my own shirt. Oh, yeah. oh, that's better. There we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome along. This is your comedy well, streaming show where we take a look at the news. Do we solve some of the problems in there, and they probably don't solve any problems at all. That's how it works. That's basically, and, and what we've done since the beginning of lockdown. Um, and uh, yeah, so we solve problems here. Join us in the chat. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, we can chat along and we may even be, we may even engage in the chat, depending on what we're actually doing in the real world. Um, not that this is the real at world. both a gig, aren't we? Oh yeah, oh yes. Uh, I'm not gonna be there, but you oh, are. you're not gonna be there. So you could, yeah, no. I'm gonna be uh, performing on stage. Yes, that's right, in a garden, mm. so. Doors. Yeah. Get some Outdoors. of this cool. Perfect. It's well, it's going to rain. Good. It's good. Good day for it. It hasn't rained except for the first one. That was yep. that was bad. But the stage is covered, so it's just the audience that sits in the rain. So. Oh, that's all right then. As long as it's just yeah. the normals, you get wet. Good stuff. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I would tell people to come down, but by the time this is on, you'll be almost done. So. Yeah. Sweet. Um. So let. I mean, yeah. Get in the comments. I'll try and have a little look. Um. Some of the tweets as well are nice. You can see all the information scrolls underneath us these days yes. in this new design that we did a couple of months before Talk TV launched. And by my God, they've almost nicked this as a fallout. <laughs> I'm sure they definitely. Definitely. Is that make you Piers Morgan or I, am I Piers Morgan? Hmm. Not which why. Uh. No, it's me because I'm on the left. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, we need to change that. Um. <laughs> but I'm sure I could have made their design for a lot less than they paid for it. Because this cost us <laughs> no pence. So we yeah. had to do it on this. Speaking of pence, if you'd like to throw some pence in our direction, there's the Kofi down here as well. That's right. And, you know, you could say that it did cost because that it's very difficult for people to feel motivated to give us any money if you say that this costs nothing. This costs a lot. It, yeah, it costs a lot of my time because I had spent ages knocking all this up. And look at the, I mean, it's still, I've not, I can tell on the big picture, the big screen, I've not quite got my overlap of my white box around my uh, camera quite right. But you know what? I'm not going to change it. Not until we've got some money in the Kofi. <laughs> yep. If you want to help Steve fix his box, contribute now. Yeah. Um, so should we jump into some of the newsy stuff? Yes. Let's cover the news and solve some problems. So That'd one of the issues that we need to talk about is clearly going to be uh, the prime minister. Just as a little update, the prime minister resigned between us recording the last episode and the last episode going out. You damn bastard. So I think yeah. he did it deliberately that time to scupper us. You know, they release news at certain times so it doesn't hit the six o'clock news or doesn't hit the 10 o'clock news. I think yep. he resigned just so that we couldn't cover it. They're running scared. Running scared. <laughs> anyway, Boris Johnson is uh, in the news because he resigned. 
There's coverage of how he's been he's been talking about it. This is when he went to visit at the uh, Francis Crick Institute, which makes me think, does he have some DNA tests coming up soon that he doesn't want us to know about? Is there any way you could cheat this test? So anyway, he's not backing anyone. The, the leadership contest is happening. Why did he resign now? If you look at this, 13 weeks ago, he was not going to resign. In, hmm. the, uh, in the, the 13 weeks in between... Every single week, I've done a topical monologue on Ministry of Offence, always including some Boris Johnson lampooning, and now he quits, folds like a cheap suit. So, boom. I think, the ergo, think... somehow I've proved, I managed to make him resign. A slam. I, I think there's, it's, there's no way you can refute that. Yeah. And seeing as uh, the rumours are that MASH Report was one of the shows that was specifically named by Boris Johnson as something he wanted cancelling, I think it's only fair that I got to cancel him back. <laughs> totally fair. So um, you guys started before his premiership, and you're going to be on, hopefully, after his premiership. Yeah. One way or another, nice. we win. And um, so the, the contest is on now. I think it was Sky that went with this headline. Um, the thing I saw about this headline is it reads like it's the new TV format on ITVB. Date, new <laughs> prime minister will be announced. So that's not what it means. Uh, the date for the new prime minister. You don't get to date the new prime minister. Well, maybe you do. You certainly Ooh. stood a chance of dating the old one. Uh, it's yeah. going to be the 5th of September. So far, who's running? Well, we know that Pretty Patel's not. Pretty Patel has ruled herself out. She likes doing things like that. She's this close to deporting herself to Rwanda. Um, in fact, on that little sidebar, have you noticed whenever anyone talks about the Rwanda plan, all of the people standing to be leaders are saying we're in favour of it because they don't <clears throat> not. But the right wing talking point is to say, as soon as someone questions how unworkable it is, they say, have you got a better solution? And if you yeah. haven't, therefore, it proves that their solution's right. That's mm -hmm. like me saying, I don't know how to prove that dark matter exists in the universe. So every month I'm going to punch you on the nipple. <laughs> and someone will say, I don't want that. And I'll say, do you know how to prove that dark matter exists? No. Well, then. So it makes that level of sense. Anyway, back on topic. We know that it's not going to be Pretty Patel. Uh, Rishi Sunak, he's the guy, he's the leader, which mm. means he's the front runner. And the Tories do really well at trying to shoot down the front runner. Whoever's the standout candidate, all of a yep. sudden the knives come out. There's some sort of WhatsApp memo saying bad things about Rishi. Apparently in this WhatsApp thing that's been spread around all the Tory MPs, they call him a liar. Could you imagine <gasps> oh. having, a, having a conservative leader <laughs> who would be a liar? Oh, for that. I, it's bizarre that the next election is going to be effectively decided by cyberbullying. It's just <laughs> send stuff around <laughs> on WhatsApp. I, what I like about the system is that as soon as someone's an out, a strong runner, front runner, you chop them down. And the yeah. next one's a front runner, you chop them down. And by using that system, you can guarantee that whoever gets the gig is one of the worst candidates who would have been available. Thank mm. you. What a great system they've got. Um, my money is going on this guy. Jacob Rees-Mogg is apparently <laughs> thinking of making a leadership bid. He's been canvassing people to work out if the idea has long, spindly legs. Um, he's going to be the, the pro-Boris candidate, the continuity Boris candidate. What a great nice. idea. Someone who the Tory party has just got rid of, you're going to say, I'll be like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Vote for me now. Um, but I think he'd be great because we're losing something dear with Boris Johnson, and that's easy jokes for satirists. Mm -hmm. I've paid the mortgage over the last couple of years with jokes about too many children, like the DNA one at the start of this bit. Um, his crazy hair, his bizarre suits, wallpaper. Oh, so many options. And there's none of that with the other candidates. But if Jacob Rees-Mogg gets the gig... 
He's a pre-written joke. The guy looks yeah. like he's a villain in a one-off episode of Doctor Who back in the David Tennant days. Yes. Yes, mate. So I say put your money on him and everything will be fine. There you go. So you've got a safe... I mean, what is your prediction at the end of the day? You're, you're rooting for Jacob. Yeah. But who do you think is going to get it? Because they always end up picking the ones you've never heard of. I mean, part of me would love to see such a flip that Tom Tudenhart gets it. But that's because they used to broadcast in Kent. used to interview him loads. And while we might not be, like, ideologically agreed, he makes a lot of sense in the ideology that you know that he has. You know, he, mm. he doesn't seem to flip-flop and like Grant Shapps is a problem. If, you, if we're sick of liars, you don't want someone who had fake names for their online scams. That feels like we've got a worse level of liar. You know what I mean? Someone who's got false identities. I think, back. I think Grant has already dropped out and is backing um, Rishi or someone else. I think he's already out of it. Although maybe, yeah, he'll have dropped out, but Michael Green will be standing. Who's this guy? He looks an awful lot like Grant Shapps. Um, so <laughs> like the only case of fake identity that's been good is at the end of Shawshank. Sorry to ruin it for you. Other than that, mm. if you've been using a fake name, you're a straight up wrong. And somehow the conservative member for Welling Garden City and wherever else is still an MP, could have been leader. And the guy's like a front up liar. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be more of a face-off situation that whoever wins is just going to peel their face back and yeah. it's still going to be Boris. Yeah, Joris Bonson. <laughs> Who's this new guy? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, well, I think stay tuned is uh, what we'll see because by the time this is broadcast, I mean, who knows what will happen Plus, by next week because they're whittling it down throughout the week. So we'll, by, the, by next Tuesday, we should know who the t t top two... Uh, People are. Yeah. And I wondered if they, I mean, I can't help but think there's a chance that someone pulls out at some stage, which means mm. we don't all get all the way through to the 5th of September. I was hoping for a summer of seeing one voted off every week, like in the good old days when Big Brother was a TV show that was good. Yeah. And it just filled the summer and it was, there was nothing else in the news and you could see people getting voted out. They, I would have been up for bringing Davina back just mm. for this, but no, apparently they're going to get it all sorted and over and done with. How can they all be so good at organizing this and yet couldn't get one plane full of PPE from Turkey? Unbelievable. Because <laughs> there's a party at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, true. that's why. That's why. So there we go. All right. Well, there's other news um, out there that is, is, is only slightly um, more important to the world and dare say the cosmos than the Tory leadership election and the next prime minister of the United Kingdom. And it's a little bit of a science one, Steve, so I'm going to do my best to tackle this. Um, but this headline popped up um, that the James Webb Space Telescope is sent images from the universe in spectacular detail. Nice. I love me a little spectacular detail. The best kind. <laughs> Rather, I mean, wouldn't it be shit if, it, they, if the headline was, it's a bit out of focus. Did, <laughs> did, did you clean it? Did you clean the lens? I thought you cleaned the lens. One of those kinds of things would be a bit shit um, if we were going to see. But I mean, is there anything that you're hoping to see from space? Um, yeah, I guess we'd see what things were like at the beginning of uh, the early days of the universe. I guess we might see some sort of lensing of photons and thereby mm -hmm. prove that there's something massive there, possibly helping us to find out more about dark matter so we don't have to punch so many tits. Yeah, I, but you enjoy it. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't have to punch so many tits. <laughs> tit puncher um i mean the thing is i guess what would gain other than a pretty picture by looking back at these stars nothing it's just a pretty picture <laughs> you get a more fundamental understanding of physics yeah but you can't do anything with that 
Yeah, no one's ever done anything useful out of physics. Just let me <laughs> get my GPS up using relativity to it. Yeah, no, just let me use the internet. That's not, that's not physics. That's just relativity. Just, it's Einstein. It's, it's just fun. It just does the things. No one knows how. Um, all right, let's, let's look at this spectacular detail here. This is the image. Oh, look, physics and photons. Ooh, my mobile signal just got better. Yippee skippy. I mean, it's we're, we're fine. Is there a little you are here on there? <laughs> I think we're, no, because we're behind the lens. We're taking the picture. Uh, it's not a selfie. Not a selfie. Well, why did they bother? <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's still blurry. Look, you can see okay. the orange lines are moving. I mean, that's not... It's barely in focus. But some of that is lensing of, of photons, this gravitational lensing. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's, it's a pretty <laughs> picture. I mean, but I mean, that could have been mocked up at George Lucas Studios. You don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, this is the same people who faked the moon landing. So you can't yeah. really trust them. Yeah. I shouldn't mention. We don't believe in that, by the way, for the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> um, but what I did notice, actually, because this is the basic photo that's been sent out. But if you, the detail is kind of remarkable, just to be serious for a moment. And if you really, really zoom in, particularly to one of the stars in the upper-hand corner, you can see this little bit of detail that we have here. Uh, there oh, we go. Nice. Oh, look at that. Beautiful. It's all real. That was an incredible documentary from the 1970s and 80s. <laughs> space. There you go. Yep. Can't do it better than that. If I had um, more time, I animated a video where they sort of come out of the stars. But that's you know what your Kofi's for. So if you want that kind of you know editing done, you got to pony up people. Yeah, and also even if you pony up until the heat wave's gone, I'm not spending longer in the shed. <laughs> I've got the good computer here. It's not going to do me any good, is it? Um, all right. So we move on to the next story. There's everyone's talking about this: the weather. The reason why it's so hot. There's a heat wave. And it's a worrying heat wave because it's impacting life. We can see that the Met Office have brought in an amber alert. And the reason they call it an amber alert is because it's so hot, it'll make you shit the bed. So that's <laughs> the only joke in this entire show that I think is worth anything. <laughs> I'm using that elsewhere. So anyway, um, somehow we link from the hot weather to Elon Musk. He got an option. Amber Heard and Elon dated. But also, I think I might go for this option. The reason things are getting hotter is because so many things burning. Let's move across and talk about Elon Musk because he's been an interesting chap, Elon Musk. Um, there's like, Everyone loves him all of a sudden because of wanting to buy Twitter. So loads of people are going, yay! He says, I can be a bigger online! Way. <laughs> he's called himself a free speech absolutist, which I hmm. think means, you know, he, he thinks you should be free to... Oh, example off the top of my head. Uh, call a cave rescue or a pedo because he stopped you using your submarine. I don't know, just mm -hmm. stuff like that. And, uh, and then there's the whole thing about pulling out of the Twitter deal because Elon says Twitter hasn't shown how many bots are on Twitter. I hope loads, really, because you look at the kind of scum that some people tweet out there. I hope they're not people. I'd love <laughs> it if they were just bots. I'd think yeah. better about humanity. But there's a break clause in the contract. You might have to pay a billion. But people absolutely love him. Jordan Peterson was talking about um, Elon Musk. And saying that, like, let's look at what the guy's done. Like, he made a rock, a bloody rocket. He sounds a bit Very like Kermit. Um, yeah. Going, for one-tenth of the price. I've lost it a bit there. Uh, of the NASA one that's reusable. So he makes he makes a reusable rocket for one-tenth of the price of NASA. I wonder hmm. if we can find out why the NASA ones cost more. Oh, it's because they don't blow up when you try and land them. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, uh, Elon tweeted out saying, actually not good. Oh, thanks, Brainiac. Apparently blowing up a rocket, this is official, is actually not good. The SpaceX <sighs> booster burst into flames on the launch pad. So when, when he keeps boasting about how these rockets are reusable, technically, we can see what it looks like. There it is. <laughs> technically, it is reusable, but that second use is drawing charcoal paintings. Um, so that's that's the latest Elon Musk update. Nice. Bloody. And that definitely, if those rockets are blowing up all over the place, no wonder it's so hot in the UK. Yeah. Look at that. That's just... Not good, <laughs> apparently. That's Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, genius. Is, not good. I mean, oh, just is that is that good or is that not good? Oh, that's not, not good. good. I mean, it's success stories like that that make it seem like we're going to be a long time till we get to those stars that the uh, yeah. telescope has found. Oh, we'll never get to those stars because they were thirteen billion years old. Yeah, but we got a picture of them. Yeah, I can see them in the picture. Yeah, yeah, thirteen so, billion years old. But if you travel to them you're going back in time right no wouldn't no, that work no by the time you got there why not it'd be the future time, it'd be the past but the light that's coming from them took that long to get here so that light started in the past yeah but if you go that way you're just going back in time to the past times where the light was going forward back to where the, the light started by the time you get there yeah. it's not there so where would you be You'd be there, but in the future. And then you have to add into the fact that the universe is expanding, but then that just gets me. Well, I know. I'm on a diet, so I'm not expanding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got to get, uh, yeah, if you've got to keep, stay skinny this summer, don't you? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. All right. Uh, and then stay skinny. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. Well, speaking about the summer, and um, uh, this is an exciting, well, it's not, it's a bad story, but then it is an exciting story, because I am headed to the U.S., uh, to the motherland, to renew my self, sweet seat self, um, over the summer. And um, Biden's popularity hasn't been doing very well, and his biggest fans at Fox News, in other words, people who don't like him, um, have been really criticizing Biden uh, because of rising gas prices, petrol prices. Um, like this headline here was interviewing a dad who's blaming Biden and the president for um, uh, you know, not doing enough to keep gas prices down because it's gotten up to, brace yourself for this, Steve, yeah. gas is almost half of the price that it is here in America. Oh, how do you people cope? Uh, yeah. So they're whining about it because it's high for them, but it's half what it is here. So they're just relentlessly on Fox News blaming Biden as president for gas prices, you know, not taking into account everything that's happening in Russia, not taking into account the global supply chain issues, not taking into account all the other stuff coming out of COVID and all that. Biden's fault. Gas prices are rising. It's awful. However, things have changed a little bit, which we can see here uh, that now Fox News is pivoting because prices are falling too quickly. Oh, no. Because over the last cope? month, the average gas price in America has been going down. And that's Biden's fault because he's not protecting the gas station owners who are now losing all the money that they were gaining a month ago when gas prices were too high. Genius. <laughs> I can't wait for our news to do the same. Like, Lerb packs nine quid a, a gallon or whatever you buy butter in. Yeah. And as soon as that drops, oh, no, won't someone think of the cows? <laughs> and the off-license shops that are selling them losing out on the profitability of their lure pack. It's God. almost like Fox News can't be happy. Yeah, almost like they're biased. No, almost they're like they're biased. 
almost like they're biased. It's almost like Biden can't win. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then I've got one final story. If, ah, good. Because this is, the, I've not even got a headline for this, but it's about the amount of time, it's the waiting to get to see your GP. Okay. But it's about how long you have to spend on hold trying to get through to them. Because previously on the show, we may have talked about waiting times in the NHS. It's not been great. The pandemic didn't help. And I've been on flipping media defending the idea of doing video call things. Because I had this lump removed from my tongue. Um, phone call was booked in, then a video call, sent some pictures, and then went in to have the thing excised. So I was saying, look, it works. And I'm tech savvy enough to be able to do... I mean, look at the lighting rig I've got in here. I can show them some body parts you can't get on a normal camera. Um, <laughs> I've, if I, I've got a USB endoscope, so we could do that. But the point is, to try and make things work more efficiently, I'm okay with doing video um, Skype appointments if it's freeze at the doctor to mm. then see older people who can't get appointments. It works better. So I would then, right. I needed to go to the doctors again and thought, oh, it's going to be a phone one. This is for my, another lump, fuller lumps. But this is the one that's on my wrist. You see the weird lump? Ooh, yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah, it's a ganglion cyst. It developed when I was 17. <laughs> and I had it, you can have it drained from the fluid inside. I've had it done loads of times. It just refills again. You can pop it by hitting it with oh. blood. I've done it loads of times. It just regrows. When I broke my wrist about four or five mm -hmm. years ago, it popped it and it stayed popped until it's back again now. So I, thought, I thought I'd call the doctors to get it sorted. And they said, uh, we don't do face-to-face -face ones. It'll have to be a phone call. I was like, not a problem. You might recognize me from being on the radio saying these are a good idea. <laughs> and uh, this was back in, in May that I called up for an appointment. And they were like, brilliant. We'll book you in for a telephone uh, consultation. Excellent. When is it? July, they said. What? <laughs> I had to wait two months for a phone call. And it's actually now happened. So I was, they booked it in that they were going to call me on a, it was a day between 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. It's a big slice of a day <laughs> to have to be ready, but that's okay because I want to be seen by the doctors and I don't mind sacrificing. So anyway, on that day, 11.40 a.m., the phone rings. <laughs> so it's nowhere, no, not even near one o'clock, right? I, I, and if you miss the call, that's it. They'll just that's watch it. you die. Yeah. So I answered the call and explained, oh, I've got this ganglion cyst. And the doctor said, oh, we don't actually do the aspirating where we drain out the stuff anymore. I'm like, oh, right. I mean, they do it in other surgeries, but my GP, they don't do that. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, sign me up for the surgery because you can have some surgery to have it removed. And Eddie said, yeah, we don't recommend that. <laughs> so just talk me through my available options. Nothing. Well, I'm glad I waited two months for a phone call that was on at the wrong time. Um, so this is, I think this is a crisis in the NHS that I'm now living through. Look, no one's going to die from having a ganglion cyst, but it, it hurts this time because it's on oh. tendon or nerves. I don't know what. Um, and I explained this to the doctor. He didn't give a shit either. It was great. <laughs> it does make me worry that with new stats saying that people are waiting up to an hour on hold to be able to speak mm. to their GPs. It's almost like we just don't have GPs anymore. I think it's, <laughs> they've gone. We're being ghosted by our own GPs. Definitely, because the other day when I tried to call up, um, this is what happened when I was put on hold. We can have a listen to this. Now the trucks don't work. Thank you for holding. Our lines are unusually busy as usual. Please continue to wait. Thank you for holding. But if you didn't hold, that would be fine too. Oh, 
Our lines are busy. Did you know you can also get medical help in your local pharmacy by searching online, asking someone who's into crystals, or using leeches or whatever that gets you off the phone? True story. Based on a true story. <laughs> How old is your phone? That one. Yeah. That looks like a Nokia. <laughs> it's uh, That was from the era when you could buy a phone for like five quid. Tesco started doing these burner phones for five quid. And I was like, oh, I'll have one of those. Of course, I've never used it. But it was only five quid. And now it's a usable prop. <laughs> Finally, it's tax so deductible. If you contribute to our Kofi, Steve can get a new modern day prop phone. Yes, please. I'll get one of those. I'll get an Alcatel <laughs> smartphone. That'd be the way for it. That might work on physics, allegedly. Yeah. So there's, I mean, look at two things to pay attention to. The lump, but also the sweat that's building up because it must be 40 degrees in here. So can you raise the wrist up or is it I just? Mean, yeah, oh, but yeah. It, yeah, it just, it hurts. It, it with picking up the kids and stuff. And I was like, oh, well, you know what? I'll finally go and get the surgery. Apparently I won't. Should have got it back in the days when we had an NHS. Oh, well. So they basically just said, suck it up and live with it. Yeah. And also, if I'd have realized they'd have said that, I wouldn't have changed my doctors. Because when I had the surgery done on uh, the mouth, I was still calling back to Kent saying, uh, yeah, I still live there. Can I have some, some work, please? Yeah. I bet they'd have done it down there. But around here, they're like, nah, you'd be right, mate. Uh, so, yeah. Tougher stock up there. I've got to go back to trying to pop it. But you know what? I, I do love a bit of self-surgery. Uh. So the number of times I've stabbed this with a pin and then drained it out. In fact, there was one day when we, we turned <laughs> up to do a FUBAR radio show together. And I'd done it weirdly. I'd stuck a pin in it, but I must have caught not only the the sack of the synovial fluid of the ganglion cyst, but also like the, the nearby vein. Because when I squidged it, it all went into the vein along the back of my hand. I had this weird lump on the back. So I don't that remember again. that. And I'm glad I don't remember that. Good time. I've blocked that out. Well, um, we're nearly at the end of the show. Um, we will probably be back next week, if not. But then after that, I'm going to be yeah. So we maybe we have to. We haven't decided yet. We just pre-record an absolute shit ton and guess what the news is going to be. We, we could do well. We could guess. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Trump lies. Boris lies. <laughs> it's hot. Rockets explode. Uh, Priti Patel deports her auntie. Yeah. That's it. I mean, really. That'll be after just covered the summer news. That, that that won't be until yeah, January when there's been some yeah. some arguing over Christmas and bye. <laughs> see you later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we will see you uh, at the next show or the next one after that. Yeah. Until then, have a good one and bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems. And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video or subscribe. Commitment.